If I said that you had 12 months to double your income, how would you do it? If you've ever wondered exactly this for yourself and wanted the cheat sheets on how you can double, triple, or even quadruple your income, then today's episode is the one for you. We are revisiting some of my one-on-one coaching clients and past guests of the Build Your Best Life podcast. And in this revisit series, they share with us the massive progress that they have had in their income, business, and lives. In today's part one, we hear from Marshall White Mornington Peninsula Selling Director, Louise Lupton, Selling Principal turned Lead Agent for McGuire Estate Agents in Wilston, Queensland, Craig Lee, and Owen Murphy, Prestige and Celebrity Agent with Koloshi on the Gold Coast. Hello and welcome to season two of the Build Your Best Life podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Storer. I'm a sales coach and hardworking real estate agent. It's my mantra to build your best life and I'm living my life trying to do exactly this. Now, throughout this podcast series, you'll learn how you can grow your GCI revenue and profit by implementing tried and tested systems and structures. You'll also learn how to grow and build your own EBU team and agencies and how you can harness your real estate career to provide you with the wealth and the freedom that you've always dreamt of. So if this is the life that you want to live, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every Tuesday when the episodes go live. In addition to working exclusively one-on-one with a select number of agents and agencies, I also host Mastermind with Sherry, which is an exclusive six-month program with high-level group coaching and accountability and rockstar keynote speakers. Online, you'll find my digital toolkit complete with letter packs, email templates, and blueprints. Also online is where you'll find my flagship self-paced sales course, Million Dollar Agent. This training is for agents who want to power up, work smarter, not harder, step away from the grind to finally reclaim your time and take your businesses into million dollar agent status and far beyond this. Million Dollar Agent is set up to help you unlock your true potential, land those listings, navigate the industry and rise to the top. It will give you the tools, processes, templates and strategies, along with some agency secrets that will help you do what you do best, sell and build your best life. This course is for you if you are a power agent looking to cement your celebrity status and put more profit in your pocket. If you're a career agent wanting to step into the now and become a true modern day agent to target today's consumer, but without the hustle and grind by using quicker, faster, better systems in your business. If you're a new agent navigating this tough industry, or if you have an office full of the best looking for a fast track to success. So essentially you're wanting to implement a training program that's gonna take your agency to the next level. So if you're a principal who invests in your team and you're looking to recruit more talent, then this is absolutely the solution for you. So to find out more, head to milliondollaragentcourse.com. And if you're here, you're listening and you're ready to implement, I am also giving away a little freebie. That's right, this is my 51 point checklist that leverages your listing sales and results. Now, this is one of my processes that my one-on-one coaching clients have been utilizing to help double, triple, quadruple, and even more their revenue over the last 12 months. So if you wanna go from zero to hero, if you want to turn every listing into an additional two, you need to download this checklist. Now you'll be able to find that at sherrystore.com forward slash 51 point checklist. That's S-H-E-R-R-I-E-S-T-O-R-O-R.com forward slash the number 51 point checklist. 
First up on today's episode, we have Louise Lupton, who is the selling director of Marshall White Mornington Peninsula. Now, anyone who knows Louise knows that she is a true powerhouse. She is a strong, motivated agent who has achieved outstanding results for her clients and her business. Louise works with the strong conviction that all things are possible, and she is at the forefront of the Mornington Peninsula real estate market. Louise's personal touch and unique brand of strategy, presentation, marketing, negotiation has put her at the top of the game. So welcome, Louise Lupton. So Louise, welcome back to the Build Your Best Life podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you for having me, Sherry. It's so nice to see you. <laughs> so listen, we have just been talking to a whole lot of guests in terms of what has happened to them since they were last on the show. And for you, my gosh, what a whirlwind it's been. Because the last time that you were here, we were literally just announcing to everybody that you had basically, you know, were transitioning from your business, which was Lupton Ferguson, and then basically moving forward into being, you know, a business owner and a selling director with Marshall White. So, I mean, mm. a lot has happened since then. Fill us in. Oh, wow. Goodness. It's been, so it's two years next month since we opened Marshall White. Um, it's crazy. It's slow. And, and obviously, you know, a lot of that time was in lockdown. Mm. Um, but it's just been an amazing journey. It really has. I'm, I'm so pleased that we did it. It was, um, the, you know, we've got a great team. We've got about 20 now in our team. Um, and yeah, we've gone great guns. I think, um, it's, it was a really good move and, you know, looking at it over the last two years, we've written, I think 12 and a half million in, in two years. So as a team of 20, so it's pretty great. Well, that's pretty impressive, especially mm. given the fact that we've had COVID and you've been in lockdown through, <laughs> through most know, of it. I know, crazy, so. crazy. <laughs> And so you've gone from one business partnership into another one. So tell us about, you know, what that journey has been like and what the experience has been like with different people. Yeah, it's been really, it's funny. It's been a, it's been a really great journey because obviously I came from an independent, you know, having my own agency um, with Rob Ferguson. Um, hi, but Rob. We did, hi, hi, Rob. <laughs> shout out to Rob. Yeah, shout out to Rob. Uh, so, you know, as part of an, when you're an independent, I did everything and so did Bob. And, you know, there was a lot, whereas, mm. you know, coming across to Marshall White, I felt like that there is a department for everything. And so I let go of a lot of things um, and there's a lot of structure. There's, you know, when I talk about departments, there's admin, there's marketing, there's PM, um, you know, it, it's learning and development. Like there's just someone for everything. And so it really, it was really good to let go of a lot of things. And, mm. and you know, there's a lot that I think, I can do, and I know that, over the last 10 years. Um, but now, you know, I can really concentrate on serving my clients and leading the team, and that's what's been the beauty of the last two years. It's been incredible. Mm. Well, that's mm. pretty, you know, powerful to hear you talk about because mm. I remember, you know, if we look back a couple of years ago, it was really difficult for you to really delegate and to let go of that control. And so, you know, I think it's a journey for all of us when we go from being, 
having this solo agent mentality to really becoming like a leader and to understanding that everybody has their own role within the business and the team, but it's actually usually us. We've got to pry our fingers off the roles and the responsibilities. I mean, you know, this is, this is really powerful stuff. So do you Mm. think, you know, looking at your leadership journey over the last couple of years, Mm. you know, tell us about what that has looked like for you from, you know, five years ago to where you are now. I think putting the right people in the right positions. um, I think that's been really important. And you actually taught me that probably about three or four years ago now. Um, But I remember you saying to me, it's, it's, it's not about, you know, you liking everybody. It's, it's who's going to be right for that particular role. Um, And that I've carried through with me. And so now the people that go into certain positions, you've got to let go to grow. You've got to actually, you can't micromanage. You've just got to let them go. Yes, they're going to make mistakes, but, you know, they come to me, they might make a mistake, but, you know, it's not the end of the world. What do we learn from it? Move forward. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, I think that's been a key with growing the team and creating a wonderful culture within the business is making sure you've got um, people with the right skills, but also that are going to fit into the culture. So it's really mm. important who you're bringing in. Um, and that's that's been the key, and having a happy workplace. So, um, yeah, that definitely has been something that I've carried through and learnt on the journey in the last two years, yeah. Mm. Well, I love mm. that. And I think the other part is just being very goal-orientated and, you know, really focused on what it is that you want to achieve. And so, you know, mm. looking back at your last 12 months, you know, we just slightly shy of that million dollar, which, know, of course, okay. is a magical number <laughs> in, in real estate where you ride unicorns and eat donuts and uh, yeah. live in fairyland. <laughs> but, um, you know, hats off to you, especially, you know, Thank running you. the business, um, operating it and still having your own EBU and your sales mm. team. Just breaking mm. it down in terms of, you know, your individual EBU, can you just take mm. it, take us through that? Because you've got yourself and mm. you've got a PA and obviously, you know, a co-agent or buyer's agent. Can you just mm. talk us through the structure and also that succession planning for that? Yeah, absolutely. So I have Ali who runs the admin and our team. She's an absolute superstar. She's been with me. Literally, she came in a couple – I interviewed her on Zoom during lockdown. So she worked with me for a few months before we we hadn't even met. Mm. Um, but she's just a superstar. So – um she runs everything everything is checklist oriented um so and and we're always tweaking that so I'll sit with them every few months we'll sit down we'll go through the checklist what do we need to add in you're always learning if there's something that's happened um so that's down pat now um and she does a wonderful job um and then I have Alice who came into the team about a year ago um, so she is really a co-agent. Um, she comes to every appraisal with me. She's learning the rope. She's learning how we do it, the Marshall White way. Um, and she'll do another year with me. So really it's two year plan. Um, and she, she understands that as well, that that's the goal. And then at the end, she'll then pop out and then start her own leave you, which she'll start with an admin. Um, so I love that. I like seeing that growth and, and I'm really enjoying, you know, every team, most teams in this office has got a little co-agent who's then going to pop out and become their own agent. So, you know, that's how you're going to grow from, you know, if you can grow it from within, they understand the process. 
um, it's awesome. And I love seeing, you know, what they're doing. I, I gave just a quick example. Marsha White did a prospecting blitz only two weeks ago, and it was for two weeks across the entire network. And the top three were Alice and Mattia from our office. Alice booked 40 appraisals for me wow. in two weeks. All, and it was through my database, ringing my database. And I was so proud of her. And Mattia came second, she came third. And I just said, look, you know, this is incredible, but it just goes to show that, you know, these sorts of things is just, you know, that you're helping them grow as well. Mm. So it's, it's great. Well, I think that shows the quality and the power of your database and the relationships that you've built. But on top of all of that, you know, there is something very soulful about helping people on their journey. And Mm. obviously they get to help you on on yours, but actually Mm. seeing, hey, listen, you know, this is the value exchange. You know, you're Mm. essentially doing your traineeship and this, we know that this position is a revolving door and it's a Mm. great way to build your business. It's one of the things, Mm. you know, that we talk very passionately about, but on top of all of that, it gives her understanding, okay, well, what's going to be occurring in that two-year? What am I going to be looking forward to? Instead of just being in this limbo, what does the future look like for me? Mm. And when we see people who don't really know what the future looks like, it's when they start to move across to different agencies because they don't mm. really know what that future looks like. So, very clever, very smart. Absolutely agree. Absolutely <laughs> agree. Yeah. And so, tell me, I guess, you know, this podcast is called Build Your Best Life. So, I'm keen yep. to understand and, you know, what does your best life look like today? Is the same as what it was, you know, a couple of years ago? Is the same as what it was six months ago? What does it look like and how are you trying to build it, Louise? Really good question. Um, it's very different now to what it was two years ago. So I think I'm so focused on continuing to build the business. Um, so, and I think I've created really good balance in my life. So, you know, my two key things is one is family, one is, you know, continuing to build my investments personally. Um, and to be honest with you, James Connell from Marshall White, he's the most clever, amazing man. And um, he's built amazing wealth over the years. And so I've really taken that on board about that concentration of making sure that I'm building my own wealth, but also building an amazing business where people want you know, becoming an attraction agency on the peninsula and to do what we've done in two years. And we're continuing to grow. And and that's what I love and that's what I'm proud of. So I suppose my focus is very different to what it was two years ago. I think I was so focused on writing one million, you know what I mean? Like that was all about me and my team, whereas now Mm. it's about the business Mm. and just continuing to bring amazing people into the business as long as they're the right fit. Mm. So, yeah, it's very different. Well, I do love that what you've said there, and I think this focus on family. And one of the things that I've also seen you, you know, really implement well is having these little um, and larger breaks. And, you know, that's also something that's really difficult to kind of do because we're used to as agents working 24-7 and thinking that's the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, having this clarity of mind to put together deals and to make sure that you're ready to, to go in terms of getting a mm-hmm. win-win for buyers and sellers is mm-hmm. vital. And so, you know, we were just talking before we were recording about your next breaks, which is, of course, getting off to Eden Valley Retreat, which I just went yeah. to a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And you're heading there with another one of um, of my coaching clients, uh, Zaley Reynolds. So you two are going to have a blast. I know. I'm and, looking forward to it. And then you're off to Greece. Yes, with my husband, not Zaley. 
So, so listen, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Congratulations on all of your success. It's been really wonderful, you know, watching your journey, being a part of it. And honestly, I couldn't be more thrilled. Bring on, you know, this next year. And thank you for everything you've done, Cherry. You have been amazing over the years. And it's just not. And thank you for inviting me to be on here today. So, but anyone's thinking about having coaching with you, they need to do it because you've really helped me over the years. So I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Al Murphy from Koloshi on the Gold Coast. Now, after receiving the highly coveted REIQ Rookie of the Year Award in only his second year of real estate, he has gone on to achieve some truly landmark sales on the Goldie, including one property at Marine Parade, which sold for a little over $8 million, and putting together a site for a little over $16,300,000. Owen has excelled as an agent, and he's a big player when it comes to the Gold Coast prestige homes. With a career spending eight years and over $250 million in prestige property sales, you might recall that Owen was on Love Island in 2020. And last time we spoke to him, he was fresh off the television show. Here he is today with an update on how he was tracking and what he's doing to build his best life and best business. So Owen, welcome back to the Build Your Best Life podcast. I'm super stoked to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Sherry. I'm lucky to be here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, listen, I'm really, really keen um, to fill everybody in with what exactly has happened, you know, since we last heard you on the podcast, because at yeah. that particular time, you had literally just finished up on Love Island and was getting back into the world of real estate. And essentially, you needed to, to start from the ground up. So mm. fill us in on what's happened since then. It's crazy. Like we just off camera were discussing like when that actual date of the last podcast was. And I was like, oh my God, it seems so long ago, but it's not. I mean, you know, it's crazy to think how quickly your life can change in such a short period of time. Um, but at that point in my life, I was essentially at a crossroads. I'd had a few months back in real estate, didn't just wasn't getting anywhere. I could see that things were going to happen, but nothing had happened yet. And then all of a sudden went from kind of zero to hero real quick. So, um, yeah, ended up uh, riding, I think, on the back end of that year, I wrote 500, which was the best year I'd ever had. And then 2021, I wrote 2 million. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was good, essentially, because, yeah, the last time we did the podcast, I was a I was a loser. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but I think you were someone who was determined and keen yeah. to find your way, but you didn't really know how really to do that. And so, you know, there was a number of, of different components and looking outside of real estate, you really got into health and taking that seriously and putting a morning routine and structure. I remember you actually saying that you were the fittest, you were the fit, you were the, what was it? The unhealthiest skinny man that you, yeah, <laughs> something just, like that. Yeah, it was skinny fat. Yeah. Skinny just, fat. That was it. That was fat. it. That's it. Like the skinniest, fattest guy on the planet. I was, yeah, just, I, I, I was so just, I was unhealthy because I guess my entire life, like my background was, was football or soccer. Um, and that's all I ever wanted to be. And obviously I had my time in England a couple of years over there. And when I decided to go into real estate and I pulled back from football, like you're naturally fit because you're doing something you love, right? You don't have to think about getting up and going for a run or training because you're just doing it. So when I stopped playing, like I was so quick. I was talking to a mate about it yesterday, like how quickly I got fat or just put <laughs> weight on. And I had no muscle because like you don't do that when you're playing football. Like you don't have to 
go to the gym. Like that's no part of a soccer player's physique. So yeah, I was, and I was just unhealthy. I was waking up at like eight o'clock, somehow getting into the office for eight thirty, and then penny dropped for me really back in I think twenty eighteen. Went through a breakup as you do, you know. You, you get the revenge bod and it's funny because that as soon as I put focus on my health and got a routine around my morning and what I ate everything else fell into place mm. well I so. think you know you also were very purposeful on trying to change things in real estate and mm. you know we talked about and and building in um what what your direction was and having this you know really clear focus for goals because as you said you know your goal at that time was to write a million dollars which you obviously surpassed you know you didn't even think you'd get to a million dollars remember when we were sitting at that coffee shop and you're like you're crazy yeah. sherry like i don't i want to write this but i don't know how i'm going to do it like how are we going to get it done and so breaking it down into goal setting and breaking it down into quarters with how many you know uh, properties you've got to sell how many properties yeah. you've got to list how many listing presentations how many auctions you've got to do you know this was a really critical part of you getting into the habits of actually listing and selling real estate right 100% and I get I spoke about this a few weeks oh yeah about a month ago at at something after Eric in front of a few agents and I what I there's a book I loved it was actually Will Smith's biography I read at the end of the year and I'm, I'm not like a biggest fan of him so I didn't think I'd enjoy it but I was hooked on page one uh, because he spoke about when he was younger, his dad made him and his brother build a wall. They had to knock yeah. down a wall at his um, workshop and he had to rebuild this wall. But the wall was so insurmountable and they were complaining about it. And the dad came out and he's like, your job's not to build the wall. He's losing his head. Your job's to lay a brick. Lay one brick at, at a time and then lay the next brick. And then before you know it, the wall's completed. So what I realized, it's like, okay, you got to focus on what your bricks are and come in, forget about the million box or two million box, three million box, whatever. If you find out what your bricks are and what you've got to do daily to lay those bricks, one day you'll look up and you'll be like, oh, I hit it. And that's exactly what happened to me. The first time I hit a million box, I saw it pass. It went to 1.2. My head was down in the sand. I looked up and I was like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> well, you did have a 500K and a quarter, remember? Yeah. That's, and then you did yeah, it again. Did yeah. But it's also, <laughs> You're like, what? Think, exactly. But going back on what you were saying about like, having goals and whatnot belief I just think it's probably important to note that probably March 2020 when I sat down with Michael Colossi here and Luke McPhee the sales um, manager and they asked me what my goal was and I was like a million dollars and they like looked at each other and I had just conviction I was like I was just determined to reach it in that financial year and they were like yep yeah, whatever and they break down the goals and to track us for a quarter and I remember coming in the next day and I was just like never been more pissed off because I saw that they lowered it from 1.1 to 800 because I didn't think I'd hit a million. I'm like, okay, let's go. We'll see. <laughs> and then the 800 turned to one, two, and then that one, two turned to two million. So Nothing I'm like sure a, a little bit of that. fire in the belly and, and motivation. Uh, exactly, to get me going, but I'm sure they're not too upset with it. So. <laughs> Definitely not. But then, you know, I remember saying to you, you're not a million-dollar agent. You're actually a $2 million agent. You know, yeah, you just need to Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, hold up, Sherry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hold up. So we're getting ahead of ourselves here. I haven't even read a million bucks yet. <laughs> well, I think it's about breaking it down. And so, you know, we just looked yeah. at that $2 million. Let's focus on quarter by quarter. And we had a small, you know, when we look back at that particular year, we look back on that first quarter. It was like, we're not even going to aim for huge figures in comparison yeah. to what the bigger number was. But it's like, what can we do to make that happen? And you soared past that. And I'll never forget 
when that quarter was over and you're like, you weren't even that excited about it. You're just like, yeah, next, like bring it on. And I was like, hang on, we've got to celebrate this. This Uh, It's a problem I have and I can't like, it's like, I can't ever sit back and look at where I've come from and what I've done. And most people would be able to go and give themselves a pat on the back, but I'm always looking forward. And it's like, where I am now, I'm comparing myself to Michael, who's just written $10 million. I'm like, if he can write 10, I can write 10. But most people, I suppose, would sit and go, okay, they're at 2 million. They're looking at everyone else my age that's writing 400, but where's that going to get me? So it is a blessing and a curse. I'm still working on it. I'm trying to celebrate, but it is what it is. I'd rather just maybe one day, 20 years, I'll look back and I can. (laughs) Well, this is a part of your journey and, and it's about, you know, putting those blinders on and getting competitive with yourself. And you are a competitive beast. Remember the bulletin? Of course. Sorry to cut you yes. off. But remember, you're like, remember, I had no, no advertising in the bulletin, and then that quarter, I wrote, I read, I won the highest advertising. <laughs> well, that was that was like, the other big driver. Jerry. <laughs> well, there's been two other parts to that, right? So the first one was yeah. getting really because you are a good operator. You know how to you know how to do the business, but it was we needed to actually know what we're aiming for and to really get competitive with ourselves in terms of making sure we're doing those activities. The second yeah. one was about capitalizing and building your profile. And so obviously you have this huge profile digitally, but then in terms of the marketplace, you know, on the Gold Coast, you know, print advertising is still very much key when it comes to advertising prestige homes. And your business, you weren't doing anything. And I remember saying to you, you know, babe, we've got we've got to go for this hard. And as you said, you went from what? Not doing any advertising to Literally, I won the, like in an office that is heavily print orientated, I won the highest advertiser the next quarter in um, the bulletin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. And then you're like, oh my God, like three months ago, you had nothing. And now I'm like, oh yeah, it's all good. <laughs> well, you told me to do it, so I went done it. <laughs> well, and that's what I love about you. You set yourself a goal and then you're like, that's not a goal. Like, this is a goal. I've got okay. to smash it. But I think the other component, in addition to the VPA, was also building and putting together your team. Because, you know, at that point you were doing it solo and you had to do it solo to prove to yourself and to get into the habits. But now today, let's hear, you know, what your team looks like. Well, I've got Bree. So Bree's my my EA, my CSM. Um, We've got a really good relationship because... She actually worked on the front desk in the office and I'd had a PA before that. And I was kind of, everyone like in real estate, everyone has the same formula. Like you need to do this, you need to get the PA. Need, and I've always been like against that. I'm like, no, I need to do what's right for me. And I've, for me, it's about people. It's about culture. And I need to work with people I like. Like I want to come in and be in the office and sit with someone that I like, not someone that I couldn't, you know, put up with or sit with. And so I was kind of forced into, hiring the last one and sure enough didn't work out like two three like caused absolute ruckus two three months in um actually probably cost me i honestly genuinely think that probably cost me two three hundred in gci because mm. of the time and energy i had to go into managing her so then brie was working on the front desk and they wouldn't the office wouldn't let me take her on they didn't think she was ready for me and i'm like nah like i want her like what like that should have merit it took me six months to get her so for six months in 2021 i didn't have didn't have her and in that period I'd written I wrote like 600k so (laughs) I needed like I was busy I needed her but anyways I've had her now for a year like we work really well together I took on an associate that I was chasing for a long time two months ago um that didn't work out because it ended up not being what he wanted to do he was really good for the business and really good during that time period but he ended up like his dream was to be a pilot and Qantas called him 
like five weeks into working with me. And I don't think he expected that to happen so quickly. And he's a mate of mine. And I just said, bro, you got to go. You got to like follow, follow your, dreams. your dreams, like just go for it. So that was unfortunate. Um, but look, me and Bri are working really well together. We've got probably a little bit more work on a plate than what we would need to if we had a third person, but we're managing well. Well, I think, you know, you can't do everything. And one of the themes that have been coming through when I've been, you know, revisiting where everyone's been out uh, from the first season has been on finding the right people to be a part of your business and to work with them on the journey um, so that they're a part of, you know, what you want to achieve, but also you're a part of what they want to achieve. And the two of you do work really well together. And it's really exciting to see, you know, your EBU growing and developing, but also you also growing and developing as a team leader too. Now, I, want, I just want to take a sidestep and talk about some of these um, deals that we that you've put together over the over the last um, you know twelve months. But yep. particularly, I want to talk about Peerless Avenue. Now, you know, this was a deal that took a long time to put together. <laughs> it was a development site um, yep. for a developer. But can you break it down and tell us a little bit about what this was, what you know, yep. the properties, and how you basically put it together and the duration. What it took. Okay, so there was, so there was a cross. So it was it was four blocks. So two houses and two villa pairs. Uh, so there was essentially six properties, but five owners. So one of them owned both duplexes. So five owners collectively. Uh, I got wind of this site two years ago. Uh, so I've been chipping away at it since then. But. Um, it just never came together. Like I had, I, I deal with pretty much every developer that's looking in Mermaid Beach, like I deal with, and, or they come to me, or I know what they're doing, know what they're looking for. And it was kind of just the perfect storm where I had a motivated buyer and it was just a matter of just working with that and going, okay, these guys want it. I've got to do everything I can to make that happen for them. So it got to a point like, it's different than just a residential deal, right? There's so many moving parts. And I think the biggest thing that worked in my favor was transparency. And it was important for me that everyone got the same amount because in my mind, together, they were worth more. And although a couple of the owners in that amalgamation thought differently, the fact of the matter is, if they weren't selling together, their properties would have been worth 50, well, half, it would have half. So they sold for 4 million a pop, um, they would have been worth 2 million. So it was important for me that there was transparency across the board. So what I managed to do, and I was lucky because one of the key players in that deal was an older, an old client of mine as well. So they were working with me collectively. So we managed to get everyone in the room together. Um, we got a price collectively. They then increased that price. And then it was just a matter of me going to the, um, to the bar and just, I guess, bringing them to the table and working with them as well. And obviously getting the terms that they wanted across the line, because it needed to be a fair deal for all parties involved. And then once we got to that stage and we're signing, the buyers turned around and said, oh, sorry, the sellers turned around and said, hey, we don't want to pay you. You need to get your commission from the buyer. Um, so I had to deal with that at that point. And I just basically said, listen, like I've worked on this a long time. I deserve to be paid just like you do. Um, but the fact of the matter is there's still a 60-day DD period on it. There's also a nine-month settlement. Um, if you're not paying me, I don't work for you, and you're going to need me through this period. Um, so you're about to. Not only have I gotten you the maximum price, but you're gonna. You're about to see where my worth lies in the next couple of months. They looked at each other and like didn't even question and signed it, which kind of pissed me off a little bit more. They should have pushed back harder. Um, oh yeah, we got it done. So. 
well, there is really something in knowing your worth. And, you know, one of the Mm. things that we've also seen in your growth and development is moving more and more into being a prestige agent, right, which is always something that we saw for you, but it just took a little while to kind of for it to to come together. I mean, this deal at 60 million plus, you know, it's not something that we do every day, but, and I'm sure that that was really rewarding and the commission was great, but really it was the acknowledgement of that you'd worked really hard for something over a big period of time that came together, right? But also just being respected. Like I've always had, the issue I've always had throughout my career is imposter syndrome and just not believing I'm good enough or thinking I'm too young or because at the end of the day, we do a three-day course. I'm dealing with one of Australia's biggest developers on one end. I'm dealing with, you know, wealthy, affluent people on the other end. And then there's just little old me in the middle. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was really, it was time. I, I've really stepped up in the last two years and believed in myself. And as you said, I know my worth and I know that I'm an integral part of any deal. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Although my skill set's the exact same, it's not necessarily improved. I wouldn't have been able to sit in that situation and command my my commission or command a higher price to get the sellers in line two years before, not a chance. So everything happens for a reason and it kind of happened at the right time. Oh, well, that is, I'm so excited that you shared that story with us because we are on a journey, you know, all of us. Yeah. And there are times where we don't feel like, you know, we're, we're all have been in this situation at a table where somebody has pushed back and we've caved. And there's been also been times where we've kind of regretted it. And mm. there's been other times where we've said, you know what? No, I'm going to fight and I'm going to know my worth. And I think yeah. this has been a big part. And what makes me so excited about your journey is actually now you see what, you know, what I saw when I first met you, you know, all those years ago when you were REIQ Rookie of the Year, you know, you are such a remarkable person and such a great guy. And I'm, you know, so thrilled to have had the opportunity to work with you in many different forms, but also um, have been part of your journey. Um, Before you go today, you know, share with us, you know, what does your version of your best life look like and how are you building it today? Because obviously it has changed yeah. I know you're getting ready to go on holiday, so I'm sure that Yeah, that. <laughs> going on my first holiday in, what, three years. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like, look, obviously, real estate can give you as much freedom as you want, but a lot of people, I think Gavin Rubenstein says this a lot, like a lot of agents, like they can't cope with that freedom. You know what I mean? Like you can take a day off if you want, but then that day turns into three, four. So it's a, it's actually, it's it's a, it's a matter of doing what you need to do when you need to do it and structuring or planning those days off in, right? Like we all deserve a day off. Um, over the last three years, I've preferred to do kind of two, three, four day little sabbaticals here and there over, over the year. Uh, this year I haven't really taken any time off and I'm doing, you know, two to three weeks, um, in Europe and back in Ireland now, um, next week. So I'm still learning, but I think it's more so what this industry gives me and what it gives for my family and gives me the ability to do, like I can help my mum out whenever she wants. Um, I can, you know, help my friends out, et cetera, or I can live, I can go on holiday. Like I just, you don't get this anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like we're so lucky to be able to do what we do. And I guess I'm so lucky to have kind of naturally been good at it and been able to get better and be in the position I am in the office that I work with, with people I work with. So um, it's my best life. It's evolving. It's I'm young, I'm single now, you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> what it looks like now, it's going to be different in five years. I'm sure when I have kids, like I'm going to be able to prioritize. I want to be able to go home, like switch my phone off, prioritize my wife and my girlfriend, my kids. Like that's what it'll look like for me in five years. For now, I'm a little bit more flexible. Um, but I just, I'm happy because I know I have the ability to do that in the line of work. I mean, so 
Mm. Well, very well said. And I think, you know, it is a changing element and I think it changes for us. I mean, for me, it changes all all the time too. And, you know, most real estate agents, we are all or nothing. So it's like, you know, we're either really good at taking time off and then we take too much time off or (laughs) then we're really bad at taking time off. And so we don't know what to do with our time off because we're addicted to our phones and being busy and so forth. And I think it is a real challenge to learn that balance in between. So um, Mm. I, I know it's something I still battle with all the time, you know, with, with all of my clients. So thank you for being so transparent. And look, thank you so much for joining us today and for revisiting and for sharing with us, you know, the growth in your journey over over the last period of time. It could not be more excited for what the future brings for you. Hopefully it's $5 million chat. So yeah, 100%, <laughs> bring it on. So, yeah. We'll see how we go. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Sherry. Craig Lee from McGraw Wilson is a high performing agent servicing the North Brisbane suburbs. Over the last few years, Craig and his team have gone from writing 950K in GCI to today writing close to $4 million. He believes it would not have been possible without the right systems and structures, his team and his effective business unit. In this revisit, he shares with us the changes he made to his business to reach that goal and how he has maintained his success and sanity over the last 12 months. Here's Craig Lee from McGrath. Fantastic. So Craig Lee, welcome back to the Build Your Best Life podcast. I'm super stoked to have you here. Thanks, Sherry. Good to be here. <laughs> so listen, a lot has happened since you were last a guest on the show. So fill us in. What's, what's been happening since we last heard from you? Since you last heard from me, I think that was kind of early 2020. Um, I'm not sure if you heard, there was a pandemic, so that <laughs> that happened. Um, but look, real estate kept rolling on for us and we just sort of worked out how to kind of do things in a new way. And, you know, we've, um, as a team, managed to sort of maintain our success and our sanity. So, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I love that. Maintain success and sanity. Let's talk about that because I think last time you were on the show, you know, you uh, and you have been a successful career agent for a very long period of time. And, you know, I've seen your um, your personal um, revenue, but I guess the company team really grow and develop. And so, you know, looking at your GCI, you know, you've gone from having a team where it was yourself and two others, mm-hmm. where you were writing 950 to going up to writing 1.7 to going up to writing in the twos. Now, what? where are you sort of sitting at today? Um, well, since we were in touch, the last two financial years, we've been in the mid threes. So we've just uh, we've just written uh, near three point six million dollars as a team, and the year prior we were just under three and a half, sort of three four fifty. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's some pretty substantial growth, and um, you know we're pretty comfortable at that level now. Well, it's well well and truly epic, and I know that you were just sharing with me. If you look at the calendar, you've written yeah. in excess of four million. In fact, four million fifty, which is can I just say I think that's a huge number anywhere, but particularly mm. you know in in Brisbane City, I think is is really huge. And you know, I look back and I kind of laugh at it, but remember when we were. Um, when we were working together one-on-one coaching and we were talking about you becoming the king of Wilston. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, one of my team members, uh, Kizzy, she was she lives in the area and she's always going on about how she see your signboards everywhere. You're well and truly the king of, of Wilston now. And, you know, I think it's a real it's a real testament to you in terms of how you've you've grown your team, how you're basically um, are selling a lot more prestige properties, but you're also doing a, a 
a much higher mm. volume. Do you think that that is attributed to many things, but one of which, do you think it comes down to your team and the growth of, you know, your team in the EBU? I definitely think um, the success has come from establishing a really strong and well-connected team, for sure. I think without that, you would not be able to do these types of numbers. Even, even half of these sorts of numbers would not be achievable without the right people with you. So um, definitely I do attribute uh, the success of uh, our business to those people, mm. um, of which, you know, like Maddie, my PA, she's been there for, gosh, she's getting long service soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then we've also obviously Kale's there. He's, he's pushing, you know, five and a half odd years now. So everybody has been very well established in our business. Um, so I think that comes from actually hiring the right people off the bat. Mm. Well, it's been really wonderful watching the development, for example, of Pal, who is, you know, um, working within your team as a, as a co-agent and certainly he's his own lead agent in, in his own yeah. right. Yeah. But watching his development coming in from, you know, really finding his feet to where he is today. I mean, how do you feel about, you know, being a part of his personal journey? Um, I think it's been a really um, a great journey to be a part of. Um, you know, it's we're certainly at the beginning of that. Um, you know, I, today even um, when I hear his dialogue and how he communicates with his clients, nothing to do with me, you know, I still learn something from him. And um, it's probably that, um, that hunger and energy, I think, which I sort of see and identify and go, oh, I could use a bit more of that. <laughs> um, so um, certainly it's really great to see that kind of growth. And, um, yeah, um, it's certainly amazing to watch and I certainly um, am, am glad to be a part of his journey. Yeah, look, it's, it is so beautiful to see. And I think sometimes as agents, you know, a lot of people get really caught in the ego of what's important mm-hmm. to us and, you know, the recognition and the awards and being number one. But I think that part of this other soulful journey that I see quite often for agents is that we love being a part of people's, you know, development. We love being a part of their journeys, whether it be that they're buying and selling and, and you know, helping them on that property journey or whether it actually be helping them in another different capacity, whether it be be their career. So, you know, I know that that's something that also rings true for you. The other, you know, thing that I've, I've really uh, noticed with you, Craig, is, and we couldn't talk about this last time you were on the show, but there were big things that were happening at that time mm. because you and your, um, your partner, Scott, had built up, you know, this huge business. You guys have been around for a long time. Um, you had, you know, built up this huge portfolio and this rent roll, and then there was a change that, can you, can you tell us about yeah. this? Because it's been a little bit under the radar, hasn't it? Yeah, it did. It slipped under the radar because, um, in our mind, we're, we're private people, um, certainly, and uh, I think that, you know, nobody really needs to know kind of that you've sold a business and um, it's it's none of it, it's nobody's business, but um, certainly, you know, it was also a time in early to mid-2020 with COVID that, you know, people didn't want to hear good news stories. People didn't want to hear, like, the success that you had with selling your business. So, you know, we made a decision just to keep that very quiet or as quiet as possible because, you know, it was just out of respect for everybody involved in the transaction and also that, you know, we just wanted to kind of move on with the next phase of real estate um, comfortably and quietly. Mm. Um, I mean, from the market's perspective, nothing really changed. 
No. Well, that's because we are talking about the sale of your business went from being, you know, a franchise to selling it back to corporate. Mm. So exactly on the outside, really nothing, nothing changed. But mm. obviously, you know, for you in terms of having to, you know, manage the business, um, that certainly changed. And of course, it did increase, you know, your personal income because all yeah. that hard work that you guys have put into the business, you know, you were able to capitalize on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw some huge benefits actually with becoming a, a corporate agent um, because as a franchise, you know, you certainly have access in McGrath to really, really great agents. But when you're working among a, a, a suite of corporate offices, like there are some serious players that are more accessible and I identified the deficiencies in my business and what I needed to do to get to the next level. And it just sort of, it really happened a lot easier being in that environment. So, um, you know, as an agent, sometimes at an elite level, you, you know, you, the, people are reluctant to kind of manage you. Um, but yeah, I, I think I kind of needed that um, to sort of get back on track and get a bit of structure. Mm. Well, one of the one of the great things that I have really seen when it comes down to your business, and and often you know we don't really talk about this, but we're you know we're sort of conditioned to the the be all and end all is owning your own office. Mm. Um, but you and I can say this categorically because we've also owned our own businesses. There's something so freeing in actually just having to worry about your own team. Did you find that that was the case for yourself? It definitely was. You know, it was a really it was a weird time as well because you know we had this freedom and flexibility. Um, from selling our business. Um, and, you know, that decision, I'll, I will just say, was a lot to do with, you know, Scott had been in rentals for like 17 years. That's a hard road. Yeah. And I was thinking there's no one I really want to run a business, particularly a rentals business with. So that was a big part of the decision. But, um, you know, selling in early 2020 and having this complete freedom and flexibility right when there's COVID and lockdowns and the world's entirely changing that was hard because we're like, oh, well, this is what it feels like to not have a business <laughs> and in, in what is one of the worst times of, you know, of, of in existence. So, you know, it was a very interesting sort of time in our life. But um, mm. now we're on the other side of that. We can certainly see that it does provide freedom and, you know, I have, am able to um, really embrace being just an agent. Mm. Which, um, which I have to say, you guys are doing so incredibly well. Coming back to, you know, the other, the other part of what I see you and Scott really love doing is you love, you know, you love property. Like you guys mm. absolutely love property, whether it being commercial or residential. Mm. And, you know, I know that nothing makes you guys happier than going and buying a property and doing a renovation or doing a subdivision or, you know, tell us about this, this journey, because it's not all just in the one place either, is it? No, it's not. So we, you know, I guess over our 15 years, you know, we've found various parts of the country that we enjoy and we think, are, uh, you know, it's a nice place to visit. So you've got to be kind of passionate about the area. Um, and yeah, we do. We've, we've bought a couple of investments here and there and renovated these properties and, um, and done well with those investments. So I think it's just really important if you've got an interest in that type of um proposition like you've really got to be passionate about the area mm. um and and we are so yeah we've got a couple of opportunities in kind of northern new south wales and we'd had a stint in doing some stuff in gimpie which was kind of cool and we shout um, out to brody and and um billy at century 21 yeah the go-to guys up there for sure if you've got some property to sell um but yeah i guess 
naturally being in the industry, um, a sideline um, business is kind of working with what you know and understand, um, which is what we did. And yeah, we've subsequently done quite well out of it. Well, this is a key driver really in building your best life. We want to have, you know, a life of of wealth and freedom. And, you know, by earning the kind of money that we can in this industry gives us opportunities, right? And yeah. so, you know, when I when I have a look at, at yourself and Scott and now what you're doing, like it just has opened up so many different avenues. You know, what does building your best life really look like to you guys? Is it harnessing the power of that freedom? What 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 do you think that looks like? Um, I think it's constantly changing. It is, <laughs> um, isn't it? <laughs> sort of hard to, to give a clear answer on that. But I think, you know, we have kind of already built our best life um, with um, the financial freedom that um, this industry does provide for you. Um, I mean, I kind of have an awareness always that this won't be a forever thing because um, working in this business does come with a compromise and that is it can be extremely emotionally taxing. Like it can be, it can be a lot. So you've got to find a way to, um, to really isolate that and protect yourself from um, the people's emotions. Cause it's, and it's going to be a lot of that in the coming market, I think. So mm. um, having an awareness around that is, um, is really important for me. Um, we've got the financial rewards now and we're doing quite well, but it's more around, well, how can I, work in this industry comfortably um, with the knowledge that it's not forever and, and sort of be aware on when is the right time to sort of check out. Mm. Well, it's interesting. I know that one of the ways that you guys do this is taking lots of continual breaks and part of that is going and visiting your homes. But you guys also love an overseas holiday and um, yeah. I know it's probably been a while since, you, since you've been <laughs> OS. Like you must be counting down those days. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I wrote here, how am I living my best life? Um, by planning lots of holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, look, it's um, it's not been an option really these last few years, which has been really, which has been, you know, that's been kind of hard to take. Like you want to get out there and experience new things. Um, but certainly we're going to pick that back up um, because we can now and, and and do some do some holidaying, I think. Woohoo, bring it on. Sorry. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Craig, listen, and thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. And we can't wait to catch up with you again and see how far and what that new life looks like for you, you know, over the, the next coming weeks. All right. Thanks, Sherry. A massive thank you to all of the guests for coming on today's show. In our next episode, in this two-part revisit series, we're going to hear from Hayley Vandervan and how she has five times to her business and taking out the number one agency and number two agency for Remax in Australasia. We'll also hear from Leanne Pilkington on her development of her business as CEO of Lang & Simmons. And finally, we'll hear from Jamie Harrison in how he's gone from writing 300K to $3 million plus, who is a lead agent at Koloshi on the Gold Coast. We have been working so hard to give you the very best content that will not only help you level up your career, but also help you to build your best life. And if you are keen to build your version of your best life by harnessing your real estate career, implement proven sales systems and structures, leverage your listing sales and results, build your own celebrity profile and learn how to build your own team and EBU whilst making more profit and working less, then make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every Tuesday when the episodes go live. 
And if you're ready to start implementing Empower Up, work smarter, not harder, step away from the grind to reclaim your time and take your business into million dollar status and beyond, then perhaps it's time to check out my online sales course, Million Dollar Agent. Now this holds the answer to your true potential where you have all the tools, strategies, processes, hacks done for you templates over nine modules. You can find out more by going to milliondollaragentcourse.com.